0: For good grades. I wish I was better at relationships. I wish I was an artist. I wish I had a better relationship with my wife. I wish for a life full of happiness. I wish I may. I wish I might. Have the wish. I wish tonight. Hello. Welcome to Monday's podcast, Beyond Wishful Thinking, with your host, Sherry. I wanted to tell you a little bit that other than podcasting, I am a life coach. And if you would like to experience what having a life coach would be like, you can download my free energy guide from the link in the description. I have over a thousand hours experience of coaching worldwide, and my podcast is just another place for me to share some ideas and thoughts that might help people. Today, I am going to talk about funerals. Namely, I went to the Queen's funeral today through the internet, not in person. I think it's very important that we have funerals. And I think there is a lot that we can learn there about ourselves, about the person who has died, Uh, even family members, we can learn a little bit more about and see the things that might be important to them. I wanted to go to the Queen's funeral because I want my own perception. I want to see what I saw and I want to hear what I heard and make my own decisions before the media shows me the little snippets that they are going to cut and paste with their own thoughts on. And I didn't want that experience firsthand. I wanted to just feel what I felt. So the thing about a funeral, I have had people close to me die and the things that I find helpful around a funeral are the little things that we get to do for those loved ones for our last time. So the Queen had a coffin spray and in those flowers were many memories. They were apparently cut by King Charles himself. They were from his estate and Buckingham Palace. They have a plant, a rosemary plant, that the Queen had trails of rosemary in her wedding bouquet, and that plant has been kept alive all this time. And it was in her coffin spray today. It's those touches that allow people to be poignant. Death like birth, it's... Instantaneous when it actually happens. We can be ill for a while or we can have a catastrophic event that takes a life. And sometimes we know and sometimes we don't. Sometimes the death makes sense because of age, like in her case, but sometimes it comes at a time where it feels unfair that that life would be cut. And so there's processing that needs to be done and we will process that no matter how or when we do it. And so to me, a funeral is a place where we can express our love and share quiet little moments that help us with the passing of that person. I have no connection to Queen Elizabeth. There was an 18-year-old who was interviewed, and she said that she wasn't a royal watcher. She really had no connection at all. But it was after the queen died that she started hearing about what the queen had done that made her decide that it was worth coming down and being a part of history and seeing for herself the things that were happening in England and Scotland. And and so that made me think a little bit about our lives. We aren't kings and queens, very many of us, and we don't maybe have the opulence that I saw today in this funeral, But we do have ways that we can commemorate and ways that we can validate the lives of those that we spend time with. So first of all, the first word that comes to mind is respect. You know, often if you've not attended any funerals, the idea of going to a funeral can seem so dark and so sad that a lot of people just stay away. And I know when we went to funerals with our children, people felt that that was a dark place to take a child. Um, I just think that there's so much to learn about our lives when we can face that they have a beginning and an end. Um, We had a family dog that ran in front of our car and I unfortunately hit it and it died. And I remember at the time thinking, oh, oh, This is my children's first experience with life and death that they would remember. And I wanted to be so careful that it wasn't rushed and that I wasn't uncaring or unfeeling because I had three children and they all had different ideas about their feelings for this family dog. And so I often thought about what did I, what did I share with them? And so the one child Out of respect for the other two, was certainly aware of what was going on, but really not interested in making it a memorialized thing for himself. And the other two were more aware of wanting to do something. I was not somebody who ever wanted to have a, quote, funeral for an animal. But I did dig a hole and we did lay him in with a blanket and on the frantic moment of how do I handle this? I asked them if they would like to take a stone from the hole that they could have as a memory of this event. And I thought on the spur of the moment, I had done pretty well with that. And so I have met adults who they didn't feel that people understood their sorrow as children. I know two adults fairly closely who have shared with me that when a funeral of a parent and another family member happened the children were just left sitting on the stairs nobody felt that they understood it or that they were impacted maybe i'm sure they understood what death was but it was like they weren't allowed to enter into the grieving there wasn't a place for them they weren't given a role And when deaths happened later in life, they struggled because they were still processing the death that they weren't entitled to be a part of because people caught up in their own grief, didn't understand the value of helping them. And so I thought to see Princess Charlotte and Prince George there today was very important, especially when their lives are going to be lived in the public eye, especially when There will be many thoughts about how they should be and shouldn't be. And so to see them and to be respected as who they are, I think, was really a nice touch. I also think that for lives like the royal family, we all have so much to say and we have no concept of what that would be like to live a life of service where we don't necessarily have a say. Sure, he could abdicate, but... I don't think whatever way he went, there would be complete happiness with his decisions. And so life just trundles along and they will make their decisions and they will do what they can to live out the place that life has given them. So today I felt very honored to be a part of what was portrayed to us through our computer screens the beautiful stories that people had to share, the uh, history that I learned, um, the caskets that were built 30 years ago out of oak wood from their estates, and the romantic gesture of not being buried in the plot where they were going to end up or the the tomb until they both were dead. So many human pictures of people in love And That's the story I enjoyed today. Not so much the dignitaries, not so much the opulence, but just the human mother, father, husband, wife, and people mourning someone that they spent time with that we will never understand because we only got to see the public life. We got to see the lives that got picked apart or Um, shown to us through lenses that we didn't get to pick, nor did they. And so I want to make a suggestion to people that decide what you would like to be maybe honored for or commemorated for. I actually wrote a small tribute this week to... um, a loss that I had had. And I felt a little awkward, like maybe it would look attention seeking and really the word that I, I kind of Googled, why do we celebrate the anniversary of deaths? And it was more about not celebrate, but commemorate. And I really enjoyed that. And so I saw a lot of commemorative events in the seven hours of broadcasting of this funeral. And it made me wonder about commemorating, and we need to validate life. And so first of all, I think sometimes we've lost that in our society. There are um, ways to mark big events. And in an opulent family like this, it happens, there's coronations, and there's Uh, jubilees and all of these things that mark time. And I think we need to do that for our lives. I know I had read an article a while ago about that. And when our kids turned 13, I decided that I was going to mark that a little bit more specially than we did any other birthday. And so we took that child by themselves out for dinner and we gave them a small piece of jewelry that when they would put it on, they would think about this is not just being excited about being a teenager, but they get um, responsibility with the excitement of being older and getting more. And so I think that I want to do more of that commemorating and marking time, not to be morbid, not to be sad, but a day can be so different from one day to the next. And if we don't mark beginnings and endings, I think maybe we lose sight of what it is that we want. And I just really enjoyed the reverence and respect. And I think one of my favorite parts was when they took the crown and the orb and the scepter and they laid them on an altar. And the comment was made that she was now returned to her family. She was no longer the monarch. She was just a mother and a grandmother and a great grandmother. And so I liked that idea that we have stages in life But we also have times where we just belong to those that know us the best. We belong to those that we are closest to. And they will want to know and to mark our lives. And so let's start with what we do every day and taking that extra moment. If you've ever lost someone that you wished you had said more to, don't um don't feel sadly about that necessarily in the sense that you can't change it. You can still write a letter. You can still have those thoughts and maybe you leave that letter in a in a safe place for others to read about what you thought about that special person or maybe you have some research done about people that you leave behind for the generation coming. I know I wish I had asked more questions. I know I wish I knew more about certain things and the people that have those answers are no longer with us. And so I just leave this with you. I enjoyed watching this. I now know that I will be able to look at all of the headlines and they won't have to set my mind for me because I got to witness with my own eyes what was portrayed. And I want to honor all of the living that I have amongst my life in a way that uh, I will be able to respect their passing. Like this was done today. Thank you so much for listening to me. As much as I enjoy discussions, I also want to provide a service to people who would like more. If you want to do more than listen, get in touch with me with the links in the description. You can also email me through hello at beyond wishfulthinking.ca and I'd like to give you content you enjoy. So please leave a review wherever you're listening to this podcast. If you're watching through my YouTube channel, leave your comments below. If you want more of Beyond Wishful Thinking podcasts, make sure to subscribe for free on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you are listening right now.